Hello and welcome to Today in Space. This is the All Things Space Science Podcast. I'm your host from the East Coast, Alex G. Orfanos. Before we start the episode, a little bit of business. You can help support the podcast here uh, very soon with our new merch, the Starship uh, 3D printed rocket pen. I don't know why I said that word weirdly, but that is almost here and ready to release. Uh, it's going to be sold at ag3dprinting.etsy.com. And we are super excited to reveal that we've been uh, sharing sneak peeks online at Today in Space Pod. We'll be doing a lot of promotion through uh, our Instagram at ag3dprinting, where you can see all the 3D printing stuff that we do. We're also a 3D printing shop, so we're open in case you guys have a product you want to do, or if you're looking for someone to be the manufacturing end of whatever it is you're trying to bring into reality. That's what we do great. Um, we have our friends over at Snapcaller who are now uh, a business selling a product and we help them with their early ideas, their early prototypes to get them to that point. Uh, we do a lot of this stuff, even onesie twosie stuff, even gifts for others. So there's a lot that we do, but one of the best ways you can support this podcast will be through the Starship rocket pen. We're going to have a whole series of rocket pens, but more, more on that later. Regardless, uh, check out uh, Today in Space Pod on Instagram, Today in Space at TikTok, uh, Today in Space Pod on Twitter and the Today in Space Podcast Facebook page, uh, which is which is growing. Uh, we've got reels, we've got posts, we've got links to interesting things in space, uh, trying to keep you updated so that you are aware of what's going on today in space. So thanks everyone for joining us this week. We're going to have a, uh, a personal log episode, uh, just like the you know Star Trek captains or really any of the crew members that would have you know audio logs of their missions <laughs> that's that's what this one is in the vein of so thanks for joining us and let's dive into a personal log all right folks let's talk about our sponsor manscaped they are one of the ogs here on this podcast and you know i was a fan and a user of manscaped before with the one of the original lawnmowers i think it was the 2.0 um, but Manscaped is great for managing all the hair on your body and your whole body. It, it's not even about hair care. All. It, Manscaped has the whole package for you of, of manscaping, right? Taking care of yourself physically. You've got the Lawnmower 4.0 with that LED light. It's water resistant. Um, you can see where you're cutting and you can handle most of the hair on your body. If you want to go with the beard, you've got the Beard Hedger, which is beautiful. My beard uh, and that Beard Hedger Pro Kit is really nice because if you're really looking to take care of a beard and you feel like it gets too scratchy or it's uneven and, un and patchy, like the Beard Hedger Pro Kit is what you should look for, um, especially if you don't have a good beard trimmer. Um, get yourself a premium, premium, premium product. Go to manscaped.com. Use the code word SPACE. Get 20% off and free shipping. And Manscaped doesn't stop just there. They've got uh, shampoo. They've got uh, face wash. They've got beard balm and beard oil. And they got a lot of stuff. So manscaped.com, code word SPACE, 20% off and free worldwide shipping. And uh, take care of yourself. Uh, and, and, you know, if, if you're worried about things being complex and I has too many steps, Manscaped makes it simple. So go check it out. Code word space, support the podcast, and take care of yourself. Thanks, Manscaped. Now back to the show. 
Personal. Log. Stardate. Earth date. June 25th, 2023. I've been trying to get back into physical shape, you know, I think, with all the things I'm doing with the podcast and 3D printing and tinkering and engineering, I'm, I'm doing enough in my brain to keep myself healthy in that aspect. Uh, and also with the mental health stuff, with doing meditations and uh, lots more stretching and physical activity that meets my needs. I haven't been getting that last part, the physical activity that's met my needs. I have been posting for a while um, that I've been trying to get back into shape, kind of finding the balance between my my body and my mind. Uh, and uh, walks at lunch have been the thing that I kind of instituted as like doing this every day. You know, it's it's a step that I can do on a daily basis and and get through uh, the the aches and pains of you know getting back into shape. So I. You know, I'm that person at work that every day at lunch, <laughs> every day at lunch, I'm the one walking out the door, rain or shine. I've been bringing uh, extra clothes because that just makes it easier for me to do it every day. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been very it's been great just to every day be outside. Uh, that's been a huge even added bonus mentally. Um, but something I've been doing recently because the walks, I'm reaching the point where. I'm not going to be able to burn enough calories or get my heart working enough in the amount of time I have at lunch, 30 minutes, you know, or so. Uh, it's it's not enough of an activity, and I have a long drive from home to the office. So trying to find that mid-ground of where am I going to be able to keep making progress here. And it brought me back to the hill, which... Uh, you know, growing up, there was a hill at the end of my street. Uh, that's a really nice angle. I want to say it's, it, it might be close to a 40 degree inclination. And it's a nice short hill. And, you know, for me growing up when I, uh, I did sports growing up, I also did track. Um, you know, soccer was the early, you know, and that's kind of where this, this story will, will go from. It's like the early soccer days, you know, I loved, Town soccer, it was it was great going to games at different fields and meeting new kids and playing against different kids. And and we had such a great team and a great coach, my dad. And we, we learned a lot, and it was just such great competition as kids. I think it was super valuable for all of us. And one of the things that's good about competition is that it can help you push you past your predetermined limits. And, you know, I think this kind of thing, this tackling the hill, this, um, this concept that reaching above, whether it's competition, you know, competition could be considered a metaphorical hill, uh, space has been a hill, a very steep hill, um, for a long time for us in the space industry, you know, the, to, to bring it back, I'm sorry if you've heard this already, but for anyone that's new or unaware, we had the Apollo program, which was our, our, our major accomplishment of, of NASA, is going to the moon, right? That gets retired. The space shuttle comes in and has a many-decade era of, of use. We built uh, the space station. We built Skylab, sending it on uh, Saturn V. We built the ISS with the space, sta uh, the space shuttle and... 
you know, then when the space shuttle got retired, we didn't have uh, human spacecraft that the U.S. could send their own astronauts. So, and and we retired the space shuttle. So, the industry was trying to grow, but it was just not happening. There was about a decade where there was a serious drought, from 2011 when the space shuttle was re- was retired, uh, and then in the middle of the pandemic, we have Bob and Doug, astronauts Bob Bankin and Doug Hurley, launch on a Crew Dragon spacecraft to go to the International Space Station for the first time and retrieve the flag that Doug Hurley put up there, the last space shuttle mission, as like a race to get us back into the game. And that decade was a hell, a very, very steep hill. And it took a lot of people determination and grit and grinding daily to make that happen. Now, I don't think the hill that the space industry took is necessarily the hill necessarily the hill that everyone should take. And so when we talk about this concept of like, uh, what was the word I was thinking of? Uh, taking on the hill, because that's ultimately what I think is something that I use on a regular basis. And I was reminded of it as I started working that hill. So again, I've been walking, right? Going back to the physicality aspect. I've been walking, um, you know, about a mile and a half every day. And so then now that 30 minute, you know, window is just not, it's just not enough to, to burn enough calories. So the hill, I remember, in my early days in soccer was huge because that's where I, I developed my speed. Um, I was not a long distance runner, but I was a sprinter and, you know, on a soccer field, that's, that's, you know, quick cuts, short accelerations, everyone's running, but you know, if you don't have any gas to, if you don't have any thrust, right. (laughs) To ramp up your acceleration, to get to that ball quicker, or to be able to make a break when you're on a runaway, right. Um, and not be off sides, right? You've, you have to accelerate to get in front of that back player uh, after the ball has been played. So, so acceleration, that sprint is everything, right? Um, and so the hill was where I learned, and basically what I was doing was on this like 35, 40 degree elevated hill that's probably a hundred meter, you know, length. Um, that... I would I would basically sprint that up and then go back down and like rest and I would do that multiple times. I I honestly don't remember what point I got to, but that helped me as someone who's who's taller uh in my wingspan than I am vertically. Uh the hill was perfect uh for 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 developing me and it was tough like that hill would just it, that hill didn't change gravity and that angle were set that was going to be there consistently and so i had to rise to meet the challenge of the hill and you know there was no there was no mental uh manipulation that i could do uh other than push to keep pushing my body to get better at that hill. And I got damn good. And I remember uh, one, of the, one of the happiest moments from that training because I, I did that for maybe a, a, whole, a whole season. I, and I think I continued that 
going going into high school, but that hill was what made me uh, the the fastest player on the team in a sprint, um, and and one of the guys, and I will just say his his name's uh, his name's Mike. Um, he was the fastest kid on the team by far. He had he had amazing amazing speed, and uh, I beat him. I think it was the last game we played. Uh, I challenged him to a sprint and uh beat him and it was it was very cool uh he was he was happy <laughs> so it wasn't like uh i was being a jerk or anything but uh yeah but that hill right like even even in that scenario for mike right now he's been the fastest guy for a while now someone comes up and shows that there's actually more speed that can be found that then pushes mike in this scenario to you know change his mindset maybe for the better right and and get and get even faster than you were before and so the hill for me has a lot of different meanings and one of the other things that it did for me in taking on the hill was you know at that time I was not um you know I was a pudgy kid growing up and you know soccer definitely helped but um I Oh, because of that, I didn't really like a lot of the extra attention. And, you know, this hill is on a pretty, it's a road that comes off the highway. So it's a pretty, you know, well congested area. So it's like when I'm doing this training, especially when I'm not feeling so great about myself, and also like you've got every car that's passing by is looking at you as you're doing it. That's a lot of attention, especially if you're aware of it uh, or care about it. <laughs> so the hill was also not only like a physical thing, and challenge that I was going after, but it was also a mental challenge uh, in dealing with attention. You know, uh, I, th- I I think of that as a very big, learning how to deal with attention was a big reason why I think I ended up in music and playing jazz and performing, which ultimately is what gave me the bug to want to perform again after college, which is why I started this podcast. So the hill in many ways and dealing with the, you know, passerby's glances, um, that really, I think, set the stage for why I'm able to put this stuff out on a weekly basis and talk to the internet and share my thoughts uh, with y'all. I think, I think the hill is huge and, and I think taking on the hill also represents progress, right? I think a lot of what a lot of us are hoping for in the future is for progress, for things to get generally better for everyone. I think that's that's what the progress that most people are looking for. But it's a hill, right? And if if we don't find a way to deal with the uncomfortableness and find a way to be consistent, but also grind. It's really difficult to do that. And I know grinding has a negative connotation nowadays. You know, it's kind of like work to die kind of thing. Uh, burnouts are, are big with grinding. And I mean, for me, grinding is kind of how I do things. So I have learned or have tried to improve on, you know, grinding in a way, in a manner that's 
sustainable, right? Because that's absolutely correct. You don't want to burn out. Um, and it, but it also takes you trying and grinding to find out where the level is that you burn out and then saying, okay, well, what did I do? Right. It's that second part that's also really important. And if you're taking on the hill and you have to go back the next day and 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 run it again, you have to prepare yourself mentally to take on that hill again. And part of that is realizing that it that it is a daily discipline of, of we've okay, we gotta keep doing this, you know, and over time you get more accustomed to it. You adapt to your environment. And so the grind is really the commitment of coming back every day. To, to put in the work. And so, um, while I'm not doing this hill on a daily basis, this, the hill has become my, um, like compact, uh, calorie burning session or, or, or heart rate session. And it's also muscle building. It's also mental for Like it's pushing me beyond the limits of where I was, which for a long time, you know, every time I would get to a place where I would start to ramp up working out, I would get hurt again. So, uh, for me, I'm also breaking that barrier with this grind. And just like in that case, me working out and then hurting myself, that's, that's almost akin to the burnout, right? So this hill is a a throwback, right? For me in a lot of different ways, it's helping me connect back to kind of my origins of why I do what I do. And it's also helping me physically. So, um, Taking on the hill, I think, has a really big meaning, especially here for this podcast, but in in life in general, right? Um, taking on the hill is going to help you get through the uncomfortable stuff. For me right now, it's it's the uncomfortableness of my body not working uh, as well as I would like it to. Uh, in the past, it was the uncomfortableness of not not being fast enough on the team and feeling like I needed this was a way that I could um, excel but also help the team. It was also uncomfortable because I wanted to, I didn't want all the attention I was getting on a pretty public road running this hill uh, and, and you know, putting myself out there. But I got through it by being consistent, by, by going out there and, and doing as much as I can and then coming back the next day and doing more. And over time, that became the grind and I knew because I wanted to play soccer, I wasn't going to do too much to hurt myself, but I was going to keep pushing myself. And, and for this, I, you know, I have a need to fill a daily workout. Um, some days it'll just be a walk. Some days it'll be uh, some kind of uh, lifts or body squats or something like that. And then other days it'll be the hill. So uh, for, for, for me and my grind, it's it's kind of that variety that I'm trying to bring into it. And the hill is the latest in that whole thing. And so, yeah, so that's that's the personal log for this week. I'm constantly connecting <laughs> my life and just what's going on in our daily lives with space. And there's there's so many different connections. It's, it's really, it's been a fun exercise over the years. So I'd love to know what you think. What's your hill, right? What, what, what things are you taking on? Uh, whether it's, you know, metaphorical, like you're trying to make the world a better place, or if it's you're trying to get into the space industry, uh, or, you know, you're trying to become a better person. There's, there's so many different hills that we have in our lives, and I think it, it applies across the board. So I'd love to hear from you. Email us at todayinspacepodcast at gmail.com. 
can also DM us, Today in Space Pod on Twitter, Today in Space Pod on Instagram, Today in Space on TikTok, our YouTube page, Today in Space, and of course, the uh, Facebook page, Today in Space Podcast. So let me know what you think. Uh, make sure to look out for the Starship Rocket Pen. Uh, it's coming out real soon. We're just getting all the final stuff. We've got packaging. We've got stuff 3D printed. We've got the pens painted. Damn, it looks good. I can't wait to share it with you all. Um, but this has been episode 313. Thanks for joining us. This is the end of our personal log. Have a good one.